And we have uh, a lot of guests amongst us today. Kalura uh, families here for the baptism of their son. And the Johnsons uh, have their family gathered around them for their 45th wedding anniversary this evening. So welcome to all who are guests. Uh, I hope you're, you will have an enjoyable time here in our prayer. Today uh, was a day that I was going to announce to the congregation, uh, I think there are a number of people who already know this, that I'm going on sabbatical, and I've been kind of afraid to do this because I've already been out of here for seven months or so recovering from my knee surgery, um, so I've been kind of embarrassed to tell you that I'm leaving for a couple of months. But God has taken care of it because most of my sabbatical has been canceled because of the situation in Israel. I was uh, planning on being there for about six weeks and um, this past Tuesday received word that uh, it's not going to happen. So I will be gone for two weeks. I'm going to go out of here for the, uh, the Greece and Turkey portion of this and then hopefully at some point in the future we'll be able to, uh, uh, to go to Israel, but I kind of doubt it. Now, I think it's also important to point out that the main reason that Father James was left here this year by the Archbishop was to cover me on sabbatical. So I don't feel real good about asking him to leave Father James here for another year, although I'm sure you would all applaud that. Um, but we'll see. He and I are conniving about that and trying to figure out how to put it across to the Archbishop, but we'll see what happens there. So I'm going to be gone for a couple of weeks. I'll be back then for a little bit of time, and then I am going to go ahead and take a little bit of uh, vacation and retreat time since we already have Bishop Binzer kind of lined up the cover for me a little bit while I was supposed to be gone. So sabbatical, you know, is, uh, it's about rest. Uh, the, the root comes from the word Sabbath, uh, a time away, a time of, of resting. And I'd like to focus a little bit on, on that aspect of our gospel today, the rest that Jesus himself uh, needed in the pressing business of his ministry. You know, we human beings need rest. We need vacation time. I, I hope that uh, if you haven't taken a vacation yet in these warm months of summer, that you will get away before school starts and the, the craziness of the fall as it comes upon us because we need that. We need to be able to take time and, uh, um, you know, just let things go. Leave the cell phone in the room. Don't take it to the beach with you. And... Uh, you know, all those kinds of things that, that just let us get away. And Jesus needed time to think. He needed time to reflect and pray and ponder. And that's what he was at least attempting to do as the gospel begins today. And this rest for him, however, was not sort of the vacation thing, but a, a time away, if only for a short time, to reflect on all that, that had happened. Um, again, a sabbatical or a retreat experience. And the disciples recognized this as they tried to limit the crowd's demands on Jesus. And, of course, the disciples needed their own time away as well. But despite this need, Matthew contrasts the reactions of Jesus and the disciples to the crowds that, that just will not allow them their needed rest. So the disciples want to send the crowd away. But Jesus, he's moved with compassion. And Matthew uses then this moment to tell us something very, very important. 
among the other issues being addressed in the story, he gives us one of the purposes for what we do here in our liturgy. And that purpose, when we come together on Sunday, what do you think it is? What do you think the primary reason for, or I should say a primary reason for gathering here each week? It is to rest. It is to come here and rest. Now, something very dynamic occurred on this particular day in the gospel. And it was something that stayed in the memory of the community. Something that was profound enough to demand a retelling. And, and more happened on that day than simply sharing. Jesus was truly revealed on this day. And that was a very powerful experience for all those who had had it with him. And Matthew's version of the story is clearly told using as an outline the liturgy that the community celebrated in that early church, the community that, that Matthew was serving with the words that he wrote in this gospel. And our Mass today follows that same outline. Jesus took the bread, blessed it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, you know, we know the words, the same similar action as what we hear with the breaking of these loaves and the sharing of the fish. The link between the liturgy and the feeding is very real and very strong. And each of our gospel writers uh, found it essential to pass this story down in each of their versions. The liturgy, the Eucharist, provides not only spiritual nourishment, but it provides us with rest. You know, the, the feeding of the multitudes was something very different. It was not lavish. It was held in a deserted place, uh, a place helping the people to call to mind the children of Israel wandering in the desert and God's giving of manna to satisfy their hunger. And Matthew is desperate for us to make that connection. You know, the meal that Jesus celebrated at the Last Supper and the meal that then was continued within the Christian community, which we still celebrate, brings nourishment that comes from God. And in the presence of God, we can find rest. We can pray. We can reflect. Unfortunately, though, getting to Mass is often sort of another cause of stress for many people. You know, how do we fit it into our already busy life? You know, why does making the kids come always have to be a fight? You know, why, why do we have to do this? And the Gospel wants us to see the Eucharistic meal not as another cause of stress, but this celebration as a release from that stress. Again, a time of rest. And this meal for us is so important in what it offers us that we do not just fit it in, rather, but that everything else should stand still for this. Everything else should be put aside 
for this, not the other way around. You know, as we hear in our gospel, Jesus answers out of his compassion. And compassion requires energy and the bread of life. What becomes present for us here provides that energy. This is what we must come to believe. And we will, we really will believe this if we simply take the time to experience.